Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. Uh, lots of changes going on in Congress. They're trying to pass these bills. But I believe that it's the Constitution standing in their way. Let's talk about it. Won't you join us? Again, good evening. It is Thursday. Oh, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. It is Wednesday, the 27th of October, the year of our Lord, 2021. And uh, again, lots going on in Congress trying to pass this bill, the Reconciliation Act, uh, the the um, and all the other bills that are there isn't the other bill that's out there trying to in and they need the money to pay for it. Um, I think. Senator Manchin has come out against the bank statements. Uh, I, I've been talking a lot about the bank statements, as you probably know if, you're, if you've ever heard of this show. Uh, and I believe it's a, it's a violation of our Fourth Amendment rights. And I think Manchin probably believes it's a, uh, it's a violation of our Fourth Amendment rights. Uh, remember now that the, the, some years ago, the IRS went after the bank statements the argument was that it's against the Fourth Amendment. They surprisingly, they being the Supreme Court, surprisingly found that it wasn't a Fourth Amendment right because a third party held your your uh, these records. And in response, very quickly in response, Congress enacted the the Right to uh, Financial Privacy Act, uh, and that protected us from the IRS. Again, I still think it's a Fourth Amendment right. There's been some uh, evolution of the United States Supreme Court opinions on this. A recent opinion about cell phone records found that it was a violation, even though a third party had it. So I think that argument still holds water and still could stand in the way. But whether it's, whether the Supreme Court agrees with me or not, it's a, it's a constitutional uh, principle of our right to privacy and our right to our to to our, and we're going to talk about the Fourth Amendment because I believe that that's what it. So when when that uh, bank record bill cannot be inv- included in the bill any longer, at least according to Manchin and others, um, the Congress has turned to the wealth tax, and the wealth tax is uh, supposedly for only the very wealthy to pay, not on. The, their incomes, but on the increase in value of their assets, uh, and this is and so this is where they want to get the money now. I believe also that this is also a violation of the Constitution. The Constitution forbid forbid um, taxing like this. They did carve out a niche in the Sixteenth Amendment which allowed income taxes. And so we'll talk a little bit about the 16th Amendment. But this, uh, but I don't believe the wealth tax com- uh, comports with the Constitution nor the 16th Amendment. And of course, they're, they are arguing that it does. And, and of course, they have to. If you are trying to fundamentally change America, this is why our, this is why our Constitution is so 
powerful, and I, you know, I would say it, it was discovered and not created, kind of like baseball, right? It's such a perfect match. Uh, and chess, these three things, I think, were were created by the gods, in my opinion, <laughs> because they, they, they're so perfectly together, uh, and, the God, and the Bible, well, the, those four things. And um, so, uh, but again, they, this is what's standing in the way, these principles are standing in the way of these fundamental changes to America. Rightfully so, in my mind. Uh, and again, I know there's people that disagree with me. And I and I, I think a, a disagreement's fine. And we can argue these constitutional principles. But let's first talk, let's first go to the news. And um, we'll talk about the, uh, I should have probably put up my constitution flag and uh, slide. We the people should have put that up while I was talking about the Constitution. Uh, okay, so let's go to the stories today. Okay, so the story—the first story is Democrats hammer out novel plan to tax billionaires and corporate giants. Now, this is not a new plan. They've been talking about this. Nancy Pelosi, the progressive, has been talking about a wealth tax going back to the income tax. They've been talking about this. And so this is not new, uh, but I wanted to kind of review this a uh, new proposal would fund social social and climate programs and then this is this is the fundamental change of america uh by tapping billionaires unrealized gains and by ensuring that the biggest companies cannot avoid income tax altogether and so they're they're planning and we talked about this on the show about them planning a 15 percent tax not on taxable income but on on reportable income the way that the the uh, corporations report it to shareholders. And so that's a different uh, st- standard. And so now the uh, Congress is going to say, well, we're going to use that standard. And using that standard, you have to pay at least 15% on that standard. Uh, of course, that's a, a whole different number and a whole different standard arrived at a whole different way. Uh, so they're rewriting the tax, plan, the tax uh, statute without rewriting the tax statute. Uh, what, what we're dealing with here is our flagrant loopholes in the tax code, said Senator Ron White, Democrat of Oregon, and the chairman of, they're, they're legal, but I'm going to close them. First, he doesn't, luckily, he doesn't have the, the authority to close them by himself. It has to pass. There's a very tight race. As we all know, the Senate's 50-50, and there's only one, uh, and the Congress is within five uh Democrats have a very narrow majority there. And so these fundamental changes are not widely uh, accepted. I know it's, I know Bernie Sanders said, we, we, we need 50 and we only have uh, 49. Actually, you know, you don't have 49. Uh, they, there was only one, there wasn't not only one holdout, there was the 50 uh, other. So it was 51 to 49. That's what made it. So one, he said one senator shouldn't hold up the other 49. But there's 51. That's what holds it up. Uh, but I wanted to also point this out. This is a story that I reported on in in June from this ProPublica. The secret IRS files trove of never-before-seen records reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. We talked about this in June. And uh, this was the, I believe, uh, illegal... Um, disclosure of tax returns of some of the very wealthy in our country. 
and and we don't know where they came from. There's been an there has been an investigation. At least there's it's been said that there's been an investigation about who revealed these tax returns. How did they get them? Did they come from the IRS? In my opinion, they must have come from the IRS. Who else has everybody else everybody's tax returns in one place? But there's one. And again, this was in June, and I I pointed this out then, and I'm going to point it out here because I think it's it's they've been setting us up. As I I've been telling you, the three boogeymen, white, the wealthy, and this is part of the wealthy. They're trying to put them up, and they've been trying to set this up since the beginning. So they try to get everybody see 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 the wealthy are cheating us. So I just want to read this one paragraph. Taken together, it demolishes the cornerstone myth of the American tax system that everyone pays their fair share and the richest Americans pay the most. The IRS records show that the wealthiest can perfectly legally pay income taxes that are not only a, that are only a fraction of the hundreds of millions, if not billions, of their fortunes grow each year. So they're not talking about taxes, they're talking about the growth, the wealth tax, which is exactly what was proposed today. Many Americans live paycheck to paycheck, amassing little wealth and paying the federal government percentage of their income that rises if they earn more. In recent years, the median American household earned about forty, about 70000 annually and paid 14% in federal taxes. The highest income tax rate, 37%, kicked in this year for couples of earning above $628,300. The confidential tax rates contained by Pope Publica show that the ultra-rich effectively sidestep the system. No, they don't. There's no again. There's no illegality. They don't like that they that that some that they don't get taxed on wealth rather than this. These progressives don't don't like that. But it's totally legal, and it's in my opinion the constitutional way. It's unconstitutional, in my opinion, to tax wealth. And so let's, if I keep talking about, this is the new billionaire's tax, uh, income tax plan applauded as a step toward justice. Okay, so justice for whom? It's easy to, they say there's about 700 families that would be affected by this law. So it's easy for the rest of us to turn around and say, well, that's, you know, we should take all their money. Not my money, but their money we should take. And, you know, of course, that they say that uh, that we need this money to pay for these. I think there's a good uh, summation here. So let me see if I can find it very quickly. Justice and just plain common sense demand that billionaires pay something closer to their fair share of taxes. The billionaire's income tax will see that they do. Uh, the tax would apply to Americans with over $1 billion in assets or more than $100 million in income for three consecutive years. He estimates that there would affect about 700 families but raise hundreds of billions of dollars. And this proposal would impose a, the capital gains on ta- tradable assets like stocks each year, whether or not they are sold. Additionally, when a billionaire who meets the criteria sells a non-tradable asset, such as real estate, they would pay not only the capital gains tax, but also a new charge akin to interest on the tax deferred. So you're supposed to be paying taxes all along. So really, it's it's a total uh, confiscation. Uh, I wanted to see if it's in over here about about why, what they're going to spend the money on, uh, because this is this is this tells you all you need to know. 
the courts would have determined whether unrealized gains in wealth. Here's the 16th Amendment. Does it pass the 16th Amendment? Uh, their holdout, I've been always felt that the success was that. Okay, so let me go one more. So let's read the 16th. First, let's start with the 14th, the Fourth Amendment. Because the Fourth Amendment, is, in my opinion, is what stops the, should stop the bank re reporting rule. And we sh it should prevent the, the IRS from going after our bank records. And here's the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to secure in their persons. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's, let's start again. Uh, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath and affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Fourth Amendment, reasonable as far as I'm concerned. And in my, in my persons, houses, papers, and again, that's where the court said, well, wait a minute, these papers are already held, they're held by a third party, so they're not entitled to Fourth Amendment rights. And as I pointed out, there's a, there's a new Supreme Court case about phone records, and they said, well, those records are held by a third party, and they are uh, protected. Because as we go, the right of our, we don't have a choice in our society uh, to keep our bank records private, as they always were, Um we, our banks have private information of ours and they should be protected in my, again, in my opinion. Uh, and I believe that there's many constitutional scholars who agree with me and many in Congress have agreed with me. That's the Democrats in Congress. That's why they passed that financial, uh, the, the right to financial privacy act, right? Because they believe that too, that they, that you should be secure in your papers and your, and your personal effects makes sense in my mind. Okay, now let's talk about the 16th Amendment. So remember, they could not, according to the Constitution, uh, they could not tax income because the way that the Constitution allowed taxation had to be equal among states. And so when, and if you tax income, it wouldn't be equal among states. And so they, they passed the 16th Amendment. And the 16th Amendment says, the Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes and here's the here here's the big one and I use this all the time from whatever source derived without apportionment among the several states and without regard to any census or enumeration income so then the argument will become is this income when I when I don't realize a gain but the value of something goes up is that income? And that's what they have to, that's the, the, that's what they have to contend in order to get that, to get this passed, passed constitutional muster, I should say, right? So if we're going to, if it's going to pass constitutional muster, well, then it better pass the 16th Amendment. So that means this has to be income, right? And uh, again, the, I think the argument is, is, uh, I don't believe it's a strong argument. I think it's a strong argument that we should be, the Fourth Amendment should protect our bank records. Uh, and we have the right to our privacy. Uh, and, and we should protect those rights very diligently uh, in all areas of the law. And that's why, that's why I say the Constitution is standing in the way 
of the fundamental change of America. That's the, that's the function of the Constitution, to stand in the way of fundamental change of America. We, we kind of like America as a constitutional republic, and we want to keep it that way. We can change the Constitution, but there's steps to do that. Overriding the Constitution is, should not be allowed. Ignoring the Constitution should be prohibited. And rewriting it in our own, the way we want to interpret it, rather than what it says, also should not be allowed. My own opinion. And, uh, but I wanted to voice it. And I, I wanted to, when I saw that today about the uh, wealth tax and, uh, again, the, the, the bank records or the bank reporting uh, being taken out of the bill and Manchin saying that it, it's not going to be in the bill and it's not going to pass. Um, and then they turned to this. Actually, I think they were going to turn to both of them. Let's remember, when they, when they passed the 16th Amendment, the, they were only going to tax the wealthy. Right, the the income tax was not going to go on against everyday people. It was only going to be against the wealthy. It was in order to raise money. The government needed the money. It was the Progressive Act, uh, and they needed the money. And they they were only going to go after the rich. Well, we know now that the income tax is after everybody. Once you open the door, uh, they rush right in. Uh, it will. It may take a year or two years, but. But when you realize a gain on your home, will they tax that? If I own some stocks in a 401k and that price goes up and the value goes up, will they tax that? And then how am I going to pay that tax? I have to sell those assets in order to get the money to pay the tax, wouldn't I? And then they're going to tax me anyway, because then, then that's when they're taxable now, when I sell those assets. So... If they start taxing the rise in value, but here's something that, that we also have to consider. In a downturn in the economy and, and people start losing money, do they get to deduct them too? And then won't we lose a lot of tax income because won't that offset a lot that aren't realized losses, but they'll be able to take those losses off their income and then, and then uh, reduce their income tax in the future based on a bad economy? And aren't we facing a bad economy now? Don't we see a bad economy coming in the future? And will that mean that they're going to lose value in their assets and therefore avoid paying even the income tax that they pay now? Just something to think about. So uh, that's what I'm thinking about. Again, uh, I, I, thank, I thank us for the Constitution. I'm glad that the Constitution can stand in the way of radical change. We don't want, you know, if we want to change, if we want radical change, we need a strong majority to do that. That's what that's the way our constitution is. That's the way our republic is built, and and it should be that way. Uh, you should not be able to pass these radical, in my mind, radical uh, things with a bare majority. As I think Obamacare should not have been passed with a bare majority. You need consensus. You can't always get what you want, but you should get what you need. I know I'm the on the uh, Rolling Stones. <laughs> okay, so if you're fighting the IRS, remember, fight the IRS. The first thing you got to do is get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problems Today. Go to freeirsbook.com, get a copy of the book. Uh, if you want a hard copy, pay for shipping and handling, small fee, and I'll send you a hard copy along with a bunch of, of uh, free reports. If you don't want a hard copy and you're okay with a digital copy, 
don't put your credit card in. I'll get a notice that you signed up and I'll give you access to the membership site. So you can go see, you can read the book in, online, uh, PDF form in word format. I have an audio version. We also have a video summary of each and every chapter of the book. So go to freeirsbook.com and get your copy or get your membership. Doesn't cost anything. Uh, be happy to do that for you. Now, remember, now we're going to ask you to like and subscribe. Uh, pass this along. Got a couple of I got a couple of notices today from some people from Crypto Tuesday. So I was very happy. I'm always happy to answer any questions that you might have about taxes, cryptocurrency, foreclosures, uh, bankruptcy. These kind of things are, are the things that I help people with. And I'll be happy to help you, too. So thanks so much for joining us. Let's all support our Constitution. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is Thursday. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you.